0: We're the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price. Talking to you about you and your business. Always love having you on the program, Joseph News. He is a long-time regular, a show favorite, and a personal favorite on the program. Uh, and I'm and unreasonable. Even though you know we clearly enjoy our uh, chats and, and we enjoy visiting, but I really am, am very passionate. I've even been uh, asked by people, you know, are you kind of like an evangelist for uh, Joseph's company? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't normally do that kind of thing, uh, but I am that kind of passionate because, uh, frankly, uh, we live in a kind of a w- really weird world where, where people like to give a lot of hope and a lot of promises, but they don't want to back up what they're doing with uh, real conviction, which is demonstrating and uh, putting their money where their mouth is. And, and this is one of the few organizations, uh, this dot com, that does that. Uh, they don't get ma- they don't get paid unless you're successful, which means unless they are successful. It's a very important business model. I'm going to let him real quickly describe what that model is and how it works. But jo- Joseph, you know your ears, I'm sure, burning burning between business, because I talk about, about you often on the show. Um, very very interesting and important business model.
1: Well, Kevin, thank you thank you for the kind words and for for always having me on. You, uh, you, you hit some really key points there. One is passionate. Everything we do is on contingency. Everything we do is jumping in the fray, helping small and medium-sized businesses immediately improve their cash flow, avoid bankruptcy or closing, and turn themselves around. And we have a passion for what we do. We've been doing it for over 12 years being a fighter is in my DNA. So I love helping the underdog. I always root for the underdog when I see football on TV. And and that passion carries over to our client. And I think the other interesting point you made is we live in a world where people want to send you a couple of boxes to click and then send you a smiley face and make you feel better. Hey, I've taken an action. I clicked two boxes. And the way that we do it, is different because I don't think that gets to results and ultimately we get paid for results. And that's what you want as a business. You're in it for results. You're in it for cash flow. You're in it to grow your business. So we do it kind of the old fashioned way where we're hands on and we try to get the entrepreneur, the owner to be hands on with their business and do more than click a few boxes to make them feel good in the moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And again, I think uh, to me, and and all that is incredible. Was uh, most important to me is the linkage you have with your clients. Literally, your success depends on your clients' performance. What an yeah. interesting idea! You got to show up for your clients to such an extent that their important performance improves before you see a penny, and that is so unlike any type of consulting that's done today. Um, and so, uh, you you know, my my view is while well, others sell advice, you sell success. And yeah. I think that is, is really sets you apart.
1: Absolutely. And I know we have some things to think about or talk about, but just to emphasize that point, I always give the analogy of going to the gym. It's not about joining the gym. It's about getting the results at the gym, losing the weight, adding muscle, whatever it is your goals are for yourself. It's about the result, and so we're very result-oriented. Even if it takes us six months, nine months, twelve months to get there, we're in it with you. So it is about really having the same goal as the business owner. We're we're in it with you. Yes. Sorry
0: about getting. I get carried away sometimes, and I do talk about it a lot because. Uh, Again, I think it's so world in a world where reality doesn't seem to be that important, including in business. And so I uh, I love what you do. Let's get into a topic today. I don't know how often you and I talked about, particularly in early COVID, about the uh, you know importance of, um, you know, looking at getting an SBA loan or government money, and it was hot. It was everywhere, and, uh, and of course, both of us uh, see it as a, a viable tool that can be used to help businesses, but, you know, even as we were talking about in the early days of uh, COVID, we were, We talk a lot about buyer, beware, make sure you're not getting more than you can handle, and all those type of reality things speaking about reality that a lot of people just simply don't want to hear and now you've got huge defaults that are taking place and uh not to, not to not to even mention uh criminal cases that have come up where people literally lied in the pursuit of those loads. those people are looking in some cases at decades of jail time so it's it's interesting to see as evolved.
1: Well, it really is. It's uh, now the end of 2023. And as you said, buyer beware. So a lot of people who received, yes, there was some money that was grant money that they didn't have to pay back. But there's a the EIDL loan from the SBA that was a lifeline for many during that time. But now payments are due. So the SBA is sending out Collection letters. They actually have people calling every day to business owners. Hey, pay your bill. Hey, pay your bill. Hey, hey, you're behind. And some of the letters, Kevin, are extremely strong. They're threatening or stating that they can do many things to uh, to collect from the business owner, including referring it to the, the Department of Treasury, referring it to the Department of Justice, and even going after. Social Security payments. So it's it's really critical. Great. We got the money. Great. We're still in business, hopefully. Now, what do we do with these bills that are now due every month? And, you know, the last thing you want, I think, is a problem with the government.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Of The list of people I want a problem with, they are really low on that list. <laughs> <laughs> you no know, question about it. And so uh, if you're not familiar with the collection uh, powers of the government, congratulations. That means you haven't <laughs> Right? You can see that they have powers that uh, no other entity has.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you you don't want that directed at you, as we were just saying. So one of the keys to the whole thing, and it kind of goes back to some simple concepts we've talked about before. One of the keys to the whole thing is communication. So what I tell people is, there's, a, there's a, an extremely high default rate, and you, it's been published. The default rate's over 40% people aren't paying. I, can, I would guess in that 40% of people not paying, very few of them communicate with the government. They don't know what to do. Human nature is such that we tend to put our head in the sand until somebody's knocking at our door, literally knocking at our door. Then, then there's 40% that are probably paying the loan okay, Okay, everything's smooth. I'm making my payments. So the key that I tell people is you want to be in that middle 20% where at least you're making some type of a payment, number one. doesn't have to be a full payment, but it has to be something. And then number two, you're communicating to the government your hardship. Here's my hardship. Uh, I had a heart attack uh, six months ago. Uh I lost all my clients for this reason. Whatever it is, you need to start telling your story. And you need to get yourself out of that bucket of 40%, that that bottom 40% that's not paying. Because that's where the government is going to go first. They're going to go after the bottom. And they're going to spend a lot of resources there. And on top of that, if they don't have any information, they're going to think those people are trying to get one over on the government. Right. I mean, that's what I would think after a while. If I'm collecting for the government, hey, these people are not communicating with me. We've tried to call them uh, 35 times. They're not answering. That's that might upset me. But if you communicate your hardship and make partial payments, then they go, hey, this might be a good person. I think this is key. You want to position yourself as a good person who's in a bad spot.
0: And there's millions of those. And uh, the government, uh, you know, they're not. It's not a particularly well-known, empathetic or sympathetic institution. <laughs> but right, again, <laughs> you know, they they ultimately want their money is what they want, and uh, I think they're very comfortable, especially since there will be, uh, you know, fines or or interest rates uh, that you're going to have to pay if you do the way that uh, that many can only do, which is pay less pay. Um, they're happy as long as they're getting paid. It is, it is kind of this arrogance of I don't have to communicate that, you know, frustrates you as a business owner when your clients just ignore you. Uh, uh, it does the exact same thing for the government. And unlike a lot of small business owners who don't have a whole lot of muscle when they get frustrated with uh, poor paying clients, uh, the government's power is virtually unlimited uh, relatively speaking.
1: Right. And that's that's an excellent point. Think about it from the other side, which is you put put it into your perspective of a client not paying you. So many times we have our own perspective. We think of ourselves. We're not thinking of the other side. But if you do, as what you just said, think about it as if a client's not paying you and how upset or bothered you're going to be by that client not paying you, then – where are you going to spend your time collecting? You're going to spend your time collecting on the people who really upset you. And that's where the government's yeah. going to focus their time. And, and by the way, I don't know if you've read the headlines, but the government could use the money. So these collection letters are the strongest I've ever seen from the SBA in my 12 years of doing this.
0: Wow, yeah. And, you know, and again, in your 12 years you've been doing it from a window of around 2020 until about a year or so ago, uh, not you know, even less than a year ago. In fact, it was still full blown, you know, uh, going along. Uh, they were giving away money or loaning money at a rate they've never done historically.
1: Right, absolutely. And now they're calling almost daily some clients, and, and which blows my mind. I mean, that's uh, that's uh, a very aggressive collections tactic. Uh, that they're using. So again, the key is just be the file who's at least making some kind of small payment, showing good intention, and just keep repeating your hardship. Because eventually, your file is going to get read by different people at the SBA, and they're going to they're going to determine your future. Right? They're going to decide, oh, Steve, what a God? What a story! I've got medical bills here. I see he did have a heart attack six months ago. Okay let's cut him a break, let's maybe reduce his balance, or let's maybe reduce his interest. But if they don't have anything to go off of, you're just somebody who's trying to take money.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Very, very important to be on the right side, on these side of things, be really aware of what reality looks like in this. And so um, any other uh, thoughts and strategies about this going forward? And and I'm sure a lot of people are going to say, hey, Somehow I missed the whole gravy train. Is now even still a good time to pursue loans? And again, being realistic about it through SBA and other government funding, or is that really lost significantly?
1: Well, that's a, so that's a great question. You know, rates are higher, but the one thing that, that is a nice outcome of all this is that the government has stepped up its support of small businesses. So if a business comes to me today and says, hey, I'm looking for some money, yeah, rates are higher, but the best rate you're going to get is with the government. So the SBA has a wonderful uh, uh, Express 7A express program. It's relatively quick. It's uh, in roughly 45 days from start to finish. Uh, you're not going to get, you know, millions of dollars, but you can get up to 375000 a It's a nice loan program if the numbers make sense for you today, if you need to borrow today, which – to me, it uh, opens up a whole another, another discussion we don't have time for, which is if there was ever a time to hang on to cash, now's the time to do it. Yes, yes.
0: And that means you've got to really wait carefully. Yeah, you can get cash through these loans, but, you know, again, it also puts a tax, if you will, on that money, knowing that at some point, you know, you, you could be subject to the kind of conversation we had today. <laughs> you got to keep that in mind. Joseph Bruce always love having you on the program, business2psllc.com. Final thoughts?
1: Make friends with the government. Understand that you have to pay the money back. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Yeah, they are unlike
0: any other bill collector you will ever face. They have the swagger that they have because they have the muscle that they sound like they have. <laughs> so I yes. think they don't, unlike other bill collectors. All right, I'm Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this.